0: This episode is brought to you by CJ's Woodworking. Need work on your residential or commercial property? CJ's Woodworking specializes in complete home renovations, kitchens, bathrooms, basements, flooring, and custom moldings. CJ's does it all. Call 516-244-3255. Again, that's 516-244-3255.
1: I'm leaving today.
0: I want to be a part of it. New York, New York. Black- yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on into the Short Porch Podcast. My name is J.D. Frieda, a.k.a. the Eggplant Parmesan Dawn, a.k.a. DJ Post, a.k.a. Skip to my Lou Pay Fiasco, a.k.a. the Halal Cart Heartthrob, a.k.a. Young Doozy Bots, a.k.a. Blow You Jewel Smoke, which way? That way, a.k.a. Ulysses S. since the Three Wishes, a.k.a. the Human Wendy's Burger Patty, because I'm never fake, never frozen, I'm real, and I can't go without you, and I'm Jared Peterman. And welcome on in, ladies and gentlemen. Today is Wednesday, February twenty eighth, two thousand eighteen, and you're tuned into the Short Porch Podcast, where even Ernest Hemingway can write one over the seats in right field. My name is JD Frieda, and as always, I am joined by my co-host Jared Peterman.
1: We're back, and we're right in the middle of spring training. It just got started. We're seeing Miguel Andujar go crazy. Uh, he has a little competition now, but feels good to be back in the swing of things. JD, we have uh, some things to run down. And first, uh did our name get stolen? Did it get brought up? Did it get stolen? What what happened here, Jared?
0: Can you uh tell the fans what occurred in the past 2 weeks?
1: Yeah, so we didn't we didn't record last week, so this this uh this quote-unquote story has died down, but uh a Yankees correspondent at Barstool Sports, uh guy named Hubs, I don't not familiar with him, but he and someone else started a short uh, a podcast named the Short Porch Podcast. Seem sound familiar? It it does actually yes. Oh, mm. a little awkward.
0: That's a tad bit awkward. We uh, sent out a tweet, but you know, uh, we wish all those those Yankees correspondents at Barstool Sports the best of luck. We've had this podcast for uh, about a year, a little over a year now. About you a know, year now, yeah. About a year now. So we uh we I think we have residency with the name, but you know what? We'll let them figure that out for themselves. We wish them luck over there at Barstool Sports.
1: Yeah, so we just needed to touch that quick, but let's get into uh, Yankees baseball. So first, I guess the biggest story in the last week or so, two weeks, was the Yankees made an acquisition of Brandon uh, Drury. I'm not going to pronounce this name right ever, like ever. But uh, yeah, third baseman, second baseman utility guy from Arizona. Uh, The Yankees traded Nick Solak and Tyler Weidman. Uh, two prospects. Doing Nick Solak with was second. Yeah, very good. Pronunciation is spot on. Nick Solak was kind of an upper prospect, but he played second base. So with Glaber Torres and others, doesn't seem like he's gonna play. So it was a three-team trade. He went to the Rays, and uh, we got back Brandon Drury. Drury. Brandon
0: Drury, yes. Drury, 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 Drury yes. Brandon Drury, not Brendan Drury, former New York Ranger, but Brandon Drury, formerly of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And he is slated, at least what, not Joe Girardi, but Aaron Boone said, that he is uh, he's making a run over there at third base. Uh, Glaber is, uh, is is poised, third base and second base, but Glaber is poised to try and st- hopefully get some minutes at the beginning of the season at uh minutes. Some minutes. Are we talking about minutes. basketball? Yeah, yeah. yeah play some innings, let's say that, uh, get some time at second base, and Jury's looking over at second, but he's also vying for third, but there's a special someone in our hearts here at the podcast that is having a rambunctious spring, to say the least, and that is none other than who is Miguel Andujar.
1: Jared? Andujar is just ripping the cover off the ball in spring already. Two home runs, I think a double... Uh, I think when the trade was made, I I think I tweeted off the uh, podcast account that it's unlikely that Glaber and Andujar would start opening day. I think that stands true, even if Andujar rakes, maybe uh, maybe I'm not sure, but I don't I don't think both of them will start opening day. I know second base Boone has said that there is like five guys in the running with Torres, Danny Espinosa, who's actually been hitting the ball really well in spring so far. That's mind right. you, it is like the first. Mind you, it is the first week or so. Uh, Tyler Wade, uh, Jace Peterson, and uh, I guess Ronald Torres are all in the mix at second base. And I guess third base is just uh, Andujar and Drury.
0: Right. Uh, two, two things. One, me and uh, DZ were, were chilling the other day. You know, We were, we were eating some Shake Shack, great establishment. And <laughs> we were going back and forth on hypotheticals on who would you rather have for the next five years, who would you rather have... In this scenario, who would you rather have in their prime? And he asked me, J.D., who would you rather have over the next five years? Brett Gardner or Miguel Andujar? And I said, oh, you mean uh, the small, balding, uh, left-field platooner that we got out there in the outfield or our future cornerstone of the franchise, Miguel Andujar? And I was proven correct. Miguel Andujar, I said, he's having a great spring. And uh, that was my first thing. Second thing for you, Jared is as you brought up the second base conundrum with all these guys there's a there's a there's a bunch of guys vying for that position what do you think of a possible platoon between Tyler Wade and Chris Carter at second base
1: well i think they had the same amount of hits as last year i think they each had four hits total in the big leagues so that's that David Cohn <laughs> I think I think David Cohn tweeted out uh, earlier in the spring. Don't sleep on Tyler Wade. Uh, Tyler Wade is like the prototypical Yankees prospect who is hyped up to be this this stud in waiting. But uh, so Still far, so fantastic. far not so good. Very fast, very fast on the base paths. But I'm not I'm not totally out on Tyler Wade. But it's just like can I'm we see something from him, him? Can we can we see something from him first? Yeah, maybe. Love to. That'd be awesome. So, obviously, if uh, if we had it our way over here at the short course, we would take uh, Torres at second, Andujar at third, and uh, Torres and Drury would be the utility guys. Maybe one can learn an outfield spot, something. I don't know, but it's unlikely. I, I do think Anduhar might start in AAA or Torres, one or the other. It's it's crazy, right? It's crazy. but
0: Tor- Torres might start in AAA. Andujar? The future cornerstone of this franchise? My, my man, come on. Third base, Miguel Andujar. He's our starting opening day third baseman. I don't want to hear it. He's here. He's here to stay. He's out there on uh, 161st and River. He's out there selling hot dogs to the vendors and getting hot dogs from the vendors, selling them out there for for double the price to the rest of the fans. Bro, Andujar is out here, my man. He's here. He's ready to play. He's ripping the cover off the ball this spring. Torres with, uh, I don't I don't know the exact scenario with the whole service time uh, requirements. Yeah, that's, but. that's what
1: might keep him down a, a month or two, maybe. But I don't, well, it's going to be interesting how Cashman handles it. I do think one will be held back. Hopefully your boy Andrew is out there raking. Probably hitting like, out there raking. probably out there in like the eight, eight, eighth spot in the lineup. Just, you know, second cleanup, man, all that. But as we're on the uh, topic of, Got prospects who are fighting for positions. Not good news for Mr. Clint Frazier, Red Thunder, having a concussion after running into the wall in spring training.
0: I have a very special take on this, and I think that there's one person to blame, and that person is none other than the super GM of the New York Yankees, Mr. Brian Cashman. I believe he is to blame for the Clint Frazier concussion because I believe without the pressure – of one Brian Cashman, if Clint Frazier never had to cut his luscious locks, they would have cushioned him from the blow in the outfield wall, it's a great point. and he would not have a
1: concussion a great point. as
0: we speak. It's a great point. I think that's I think also that's realistic.
1: Also, the pressure of if he didn't catch this ball at the wall, he's getting traded tomorrow. That's it. So honestly, I don't I don't blame Clint Frazier. We might get like his trade. His trade value with this concussion just went down. No one wants him. No one wants him.
0: And you know what that means? It's revenge season. SZN. <laughs> he's back. He's coming. He's gonna come back with uh, more fire than ever. He's gonna. He's gonna go. Oh, you guys. Uh, you guys forgot about little old me. He's gonna start the season in Triple A. He's gonna rake about sixty-five home runs in the next six games, and then he's coming up to the to the majors. He's gonna start in left field over uh, Mister Tropicana out there, and we're gonna have a grand old time with miguel and behind him we're gonna have clint Frazier. glaber will come up in about a month we're gonna have the young yankees are here my man the young yankees are here
1: hey uh while we're on the uh, topics of acquisitions and possible trades uh has jacoby elsewhere been traded yet uh
0: that's a great segment and the answer is no and on to the next one can i get a to left okay yeah
1: (laughs) yeah all right (laughs) so let's talk about one man who had a rough end of the year was absolutely just just couldn't even enter a baseball game in the ALCS without disaster and that's mr. Dyillon Batansis. yeah some some may some may remember him yeah so he lost 16 pounds this offseason 16 focus he said he's focusing on his uh, delivery getting consistent Wow a pitcher trying to have a consistent delivery good good thing to have can he return to uh, form 23 2015 form
0: 2016 form let me just make this known when jared told me he lost 16 pounds i thought jared said he lost 60 pounds as in six zero <laughs> and i thought he cut off one of his legs to do that so he probably would pitch better one-legged than he did at the end of the year last year uh can a pitcher if you're asking me can a pitcher return to form and when you say return to form mean like throw with the same pitching motion every time in the same form i would hope so he's a professional pitcher That would be awesome. I would love to see the pitcher, you know, be able to find the strike zone once. I was at one game in the ALDS last year, and uh, he came in, and I think he threw seven pitches, and all of them were balls. Or eight pitches, because he he walked (laughs) two batters back-to-back, and all of them were balls, and they took him right out. And that happened throughout all the playoff games that he came in, and all the game, basically every game in the late season. So can Dylan Batances come back to form? I sure hope so. Maybe the extra weight was... uh, I don't know, holding him back from throwing a strike? I really hope not, but we're going to have to find out because Della Betances is the only multiple-time all-star pitcher that makes me sigh when he comes into a game.
1: Absolutely, and if he gets back to the 2016-2015 uh, form of himself, the Yankees have, I mean, even without him, probably the Yankees have the best bullpen, but with him, it's absolutely that. insane. It's absolutely insane what they have. Let's talk about Chad Green who made a start yesterday, I believe, and did not do great. But let's not have him start baseball games. Right. Let's not. <laughs> like like let, let's not do that. Let's give him the role he was in last year and just profit from Mr. Chad Green coming in on CC's days in the fourth inning.
0: Yeah, exactly. Let's have Chad Green be the long guy in the in the bullpen exactly what he did last year and exactly what i had a bunch of success with last year chad green to me is like chad green to me is like the ultimate backup like he's he's you ever seen the replacements the 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 movie the replacements he's he's like the that they bring in yeah yeah exactly he's keanu reeves with the long flowing hair coming in you know they fill up his his uh his car with with bullshit, but, you know, he gets, he gets <laughs> shit on sometimes for when he makes starts, just like Keanu Reeves did in that movie, but, you know, he's the backup, and he's exactly what we need, especially when CC comes in, he starts crying after the ball gets handed away from him, you know, to the bullpen pitcher, but Chad Green did great last year in his role. Why, why mess it up? Don't fix what's not broken.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's not even technically a long man. Like, this guy comes in at any time of the game and just strikes out everybody, so he, uh, MLB... MLB Network did like top 10 uh, positions or top 10 at each position. in relief pitcher, he was in the top five of like everyone's list from last year. So, huh, if you have a top five reliever, maybe you keep him as a reliever. Just just a thought.
0: Good idea. Just a thought.
1: I like that. And to kind of wrap up the offseason news so far, let's talk about what a certain team in Massachusetts did. Uh, they finally signed a, a quote unquote slugger. In JD Martinez, oh, slow what, was, what was <laughs> what was your take from uh, the signing?
0: Or the, wait, the Red Sox are in our division. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, yeah. I completely slipped my mind. I, I completely forgot. Um, yeah, I, I think that the Yankees. uh we're, we're gonna do eventually our our picks to win each division, and uh, I think that the Yankees are gonna take this 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 division by double digits. I I would say they're going to have a better record than the Red Sox by more than uh section 10 games. Um I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a great great year for the Yankees and I don't think that the the Red Sox are going to be able to contend even with a uh, superstar slugger uh JD Martinez.
1: I do, I do like J.D. Martinez as a player. Uh, he was awesome in Arizona. He's always had power, but the one thing is he cannot stay healthy, it seems. Now, he probably will DH a lot more in Boston, so maybe that cuts it down a little bit, as we will see with uh, Stan, who also has injury concerns in the past. But I wouldn't say I'm necessarily afraid of J.D. Martinez. Like, he's not – like, you, you look at the lineups he's been in, he was with Paul Goldschmidt. You're more afraid of Goldschmidt. So you right. pitched to J.D. Martinez. He was in Detroit. He, you have Miguel Cabrera. You had Victor Martinez in his pro, like in his late prime. You're you're pitching to J.D. Martinez, not those guys. Now he's kind of like the sole focal point in the lineup. So we're going to have to see how teams face uh, go about him now, especially moving back to the AL where it could be a little difficult. The sole, the sole power
0: focal point, I'll say, in the lineup, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Uh, again as you as you just said I'll reiterate it as the leading power guy for the for the Boston Red Sox now I guess we'll see how we when we get our first series in with them um I, again I don't I'm not afraid of JD Martinez anchoring a lineup especially not uh the silly Red Sox up, upstairs in uh in New England so I I think I think uh it was a good signing for them good for them I'm happy for them I hope that they uh, feel. I hope that they feel good with a hopeful wild card uh, berth. That'd be great for them. Good for them. I would love that for them. They're awesome.
1: Also, uh, just one, one, one last thing with Boston. Uh, Hanley Ramirez came out today and said he was going to be a 30-30 guy this year. That's 30 home runs, 30 stolen bases.
0: Oh, I thought he meant 30 hot dogs. Uh damn. Uh, no, it's not. It's 30 stolen bases for the year.
1: Yeah, I thought he meant like thirty hits and thirty walks. <laughs> like, I'll I'll give him thirty, 30 home runs. Little, 30 stolen uh, bases. Jared, I think
0: we're being a little unfair. I'll give him thirty stolen bases for the rest of his career. I think that's uh, an actual number. I think we could. I think he can manage that. Maybe. I think he can manage. He's got a few years okay. left in him. Thirty stolen bases. You know, he could probably do it.
1: Maybe it's not. It's not even a lock. Not even a lock, but yeah. So Boston, he also said, uh, you know, they're ready. I think David Price said, yeah, you want to hear it? We hate the Yankees. There you go. We hate the Yankees. David Price, what have you done ever? Oh, oh, I can't.
0: Um, Hold on. Derek Jeter, uh, didn't he hit a a really big home run off of David? Yeah, yeah, David Price. Yeah, Mr. Bernie Mac, yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah, well, that Bernie was that Mac. was that's what David Price did for uh, for Yankees lore. He was awesome, awesome, great. Yeah. I love David I, Price. Every time I, I see think David that's Price, the uh, I, get I think.
1: Happy. I think uh, I think that's enough trolling of the uh, Red Sox for one day. M- maybe not, but one uh, one quick question because obviously Stan and Judge are giving questions. getting all the hype, getting all the hype here, and Gary Sanchez is going a little under the radar. Little under the radar and he crushed a huge home run today.
0: Until today.
1: Huge <laughs> home run today. So my question is Who is the best pure hitter out of those three? Sanchez, Judge, or Sten?
0: Wow, you just threw a you just threw a bomb on me. Uh, who's the best pure hitter? Now when you say pure hitter, are we I guess we're just all encompassing.
1: Uh just yeah, everything. Because mm. F- I really think it's question. Sanchez. That's a good question. I really my think first, it's Sanchez.
0: My first reaction is to say Sanchez, but like, mm, I, I don't, I don't think it's Stan. Because I don't think it's Stan. Uh, and it's a hard to say way. because they're all right there, and Stan, I, I, I think that Judge has more potential to be the best pure hitter. Uh, out of that but uh, right now I would give it to Gary I think he's just ahead of the other two at the moment
1: I think Judge has the best plate discipline now he obviously he strikes out a ton so that might sound stupid but he walks a ton and he watches a lot of good pitches Gary Sanchez can chase pitches a lot more I would think from what I've you know from what we've seen over the past two years year and a half but I've seen a lot more like opposite field doubles just sitting on a curveball like whacking a single like I think Sanchez just is the over like most pure hitter in the box when it comes to the Yankees lineup and that's going to be the funniest part because guys are going to be worried about Stanton and Judge and they're going to slip up on Sanchez a lot
0: so would you say that Sanchez is maybe Sanchez's play discipline or lack of discipline in relation to uh let's say Aaron Judge isn't to his detriment because he kind of has like the I'll call it the Vlad Guerrero uh, like gene, where like he'll swing at pitches, maybe that aren't the best pitches to hit or even pitches you should be swinging at at all, and he'll still make contact and rip a double somewhere down the line. is it is it not to his detriment that he doesn't have the best play discipline just because he is such a good hitter?
1: That's fair. That's fair.
0: so yeah not I, bad. I, I would, not bad, GD. I would not agree bad. with you. I would agree with you that that Gary Sanchez is the most capable of being a pure hitter at the moment. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, is there anything else in this spring yeah. training off season that you want to touch on before we uh dive into a little something here?
0: Um yeah, there's actually one more thing that I I want to touch on. Um Yankees play in a beautiful, beautiful stadium down there. Uh George M. Steinbrenner Field down in Tampa. Gorgeous field. I really want to get down there and to to see a game really badly. I That's would been there you know what? Good for you. And I'm really happy for you. (laughs) And I would love to say that I've done the same. However, I haven't. And I would love, love, love to go down there. Um, However, there was something in the news recently about a week ago um, that, although the stadium is beautiful as it is, um, was vandalized actually um, not too long ago. And the, the gorgeous, beautiful stadium and the beautiful sign that says Steinbrenner Fields was, 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 just vandalized and torn away at by a baseball um, hit by one Giancarlo Stanton. And uh, the the police are still looking for the man that did it. Uh, he's not that hard to find. He walks around at about 6'7". So, yeah, that's about the only thing I wanted to say. Uh, police, a quick police report from J.D. Frieda down there, Tampa, up here. J.D. Frieda, New York, WCBS News.
1: Are you sure it wasn't Russell Wilson?
0: <laughs> oh, now you're bringing the goods to me. Now you're bringing the goods to me. That's my man. They say the first day he came in, he looked like... I, I actually really like this. He looked like a true baseball player.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he did play in college. It's not like this guy's never picked up a fucking bat and glove, but like, yeah, all right, cool, He great. looks
0: like a true baseball <laughs> player. That is my favorite. A true baseball player
1: yeah all right so now jd and i are going to give you a recap of last year we're going to break down the top 30 players from the yankees roster they could have been on the team uh, to start the year then got traded cut whatever or made a late season acquisition at the deadline correct so for today we're going to do 30 to 16 and then on next week's episode we'll have 15 to 1 so, 30 being the 30th best player, not the best player. Correct. You know, just making sure you, you know at home. Put that out there. So, before we do that, before we do that, I'm just going to give off some honorable mentions that just missed the list. These are bouncing. There's four guys. Four guys that, like, just missed the list. So, first, G-Man Choi. Had Sick. a great, great, maybe five games played in pinch stripes, hit homer sad he couldn't make the top 30. Fan favorite Tyler Clippard also just missed the list. Was the setup guy for a while last year, gave up a lot of home runs. Yeah, sabotaged half the season. Yeah, just missed. The the forever unforgettable Chris Carter played about a hot, like 87 games as a Yankee. Was just dreadful. Just missed the list and then none other than The final guy who really near and dear to our heart. He just signed a deal with the Red Sox. Tommy Lane. Just missed the list. Tommy Lane.
0: Chris Carter looks like
1: Theodore from Alvin and the Chipmunks. (laughs) So, yeah, those are the honorable mentions. Actually, they were the bottom four players on the fucking team because they were dreadful. So now to start off the list. I only found, really, 29 guys who had a good season Season sample size to be put on this list. So to check in at number 30, none other than Miguel Andujar. Cracks number 30 on the list. His one-game, four-for-five outing was incredible.
0: This is heresy. He should at least be in the top 15. He <laughs> is a gem and a gem in the rough. He is the best player that we have in the system. And I regret that I ever did a podcast with you. That you put him at thirty. Yeah,
1: so he's thirty. He had one great game in race before he got uh, sent back down, but that's fine. Whoa, so to twenty nine.
0: Whoa, wait. Before you move on, Mister Sir, Mister Sir, um, you 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 failed to mention, and I I regret again doing this podcast with you because you're just disrespecting my guy Miguel Andujar left and right set a Yankees record for most RBIs in his career debut with the new york yankees that's a record that's four rbis get it straight
1: now you can move on 29 uh mind you these these whew, these next four names are not household names 29 Luis Sessa. <laughs> Luis Sessa. Yeah. yeah i'm not gonna stop he's you on pretty, that one scroll through i don't pretty, want to hear that name again he's pretty bad he's pretty bad <laughs> he's pretty bad uh 28 28 this was a a mop-up reliever basically but he did pretty well in the uh in the throughout the year just not very important to the yankees team jonathan holder solid 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 mop-up guy you know if we're down 10 nothing if we're up 10 nothing just bring in holder
0: he's like, 28 on the list John- jonathan holder is the quintessential guy like you ever see like the longest yard you know how you like have like all your like main characters and then like the characters didn't have many lines but you know who they were He's like one of the guys in the jail, like in the way back, like the extras, extras that like probably like helped push the plot along but didn't really do anything. That's Jonathan Holder.
1: Yeah, that's fair. 27 is the lovable backup catcher, first baseman, Joe Girardi Jr., Austin Romine. He's going to be a future coach one day. (laughs) Like every backup catcher. 26 on the list. The chief, Jacoby Ellsbury. Ooh, that is uh... We cannot forget it. we we cannot forget about his one hot month of August or whatever it was where we thought maybe he could help us in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> we thought wrong. <laughs> we did, did not think right.
1: People were calling him a potential weapon he is no sharper than a butter knife when it comes to the bat. That man hopefully is gone soon but 26, 26 on the list. 25 25, Mr. Red Thunder. Clinton didn't play much, Rager. but he had more of an impact. He had more of an impact in his short than, Jacoby span
0: than Jacoby Ellsbury. That is.
1: He, he had a walk-off hit. He had a walk-off hit that's more than what Jacoby Ellsbury can ever say. Did,
0: didn't he have and a. a I, was it his first uh, game up that he did the, the home run double game? Was that it? it was his, or his first home game? I believe so.
1: It was, it wasn't it was, his, yeah, it wasn't his first at bat, but I know, like, I believe in that first game he did home run double. Awesome. So, yeah, that's cool. All right, 24, we can we can kind of start breaking these names down and talk a little more about them. He is no longer on this team. Uh, Mr. Matt Holiday, he had, had a good start to the season, almost died due to an illness, and then was never heard from again.
0: An illness that nobody still knows about. I think that, uh, you know how they have, like, Patient Zero, that, well, they can only assume who Patient Zero was for the HIV-AIDS ep- epidemic? This This terrible flu pandemic that's going on this year, I think he started it. So I don't know how we started it last summer, and, and it started in late fall. But I think it was uh, I think it was Matt Holiday, and he nearly died from something we had no idea what it was. But we figured it out. It was the early strains of the flu.
1: I kind of feel bad. He had a very good start to this season to last season. He was him and Gardner were the bald bombers. You know, hitting about almost twenty a piece. I was mocked for saying Holiday could hit thirty if he stayed healthy. He was on pace, boys and boys and girls. He was on pace, but uh, yeah, you know he's not around anymore. I'm sure he. I think one of, one of his biggest moments was in that Baltimore game when uh, they were down like nine to one or whatever it was. He hit the walk off to end up winning it. Do you remember that game, JD?
0: Um, yeah, I do remember that game. I also remember um, myself being mocked for saying that Aaron Judge can hit fifty home runs when you told me, oh, he's gonna stick at like 34, 35. I said, ha ha, you would have thought. But go ahead, continue.
1: 23, another man who is no longer on the team who had his season cut short, Michael Pineda. Big Mike. Pitched very well for the first two months of the season, then started to tail off like we know Big Mike always does. But we were buying the Big Mike Kool-Aid. We were buying that last year early.
0: Question. I got another segment for you. Is Mike Pineda good? The answer? We don't know. still don't know.
1: We don't know. We're gonna to have to wait another year to see him because he'll be sitting out this year with Tommy and John. Poor Big Mike. Wasn't there a discussion? Did we have discussions last year of how much we would pay Big Mike in free agency?
0: It seems like an eternity ago. Seems like eons and eons ago. But yes, we did. We had. I think. I think my
1: brother ago. threw out a five years, a hundred million. I think we threw out more five years, seventy million, and. Turns out, he probably would have gotten the same deal if he had Tommy John or not this offseason with the uh, the free agent signing. So, Mike Pineda, 23 on Lynch. the list. Number 22, fan favorite. No, also, no longer on the team. I forget every day that the Yankees traded him when I should be celebrating. Chase Headley. Chase honestly, Headley.
0: Honestly, I kind of forget too. And then when I realized it, <laughs> I go, wow. And then, you know when I did realize it? As I was going through my drawers the other day, and at first... Don't ask me why. I have a Chase Headley jersey, and I, again, I don't know why. I I had I have it because they had like three options, and two of them were like uh, neither of them were Sanchez or Judge, and it was like oh, it was Gardner, uh, a pitcher that I don't care about, and Chase Headley. I was like, would not it be funny to have a Chase Headley jersey? So I got no, it. No,
1: it's actually not. It's not funny. It's disgusting.
0: Yeah, no, it is. I thought it would be ironic at first, and then I got it and I was like, wow, this is giving me like. Pure pure aids every time I put it on. So yeah, that, that's awesome that we got rid of him. Chase
1: Headley would be like forty fifth on this list if we just did the first half of the year, but his second half was kind of encouraging, and now we can we can like not hate him as much since he's not even on the same coast. He's shipped back to the west coast. But man, wow, we don't have Chase Headley anymore. Big day. Uh, Twenty one on the list. A man that goes by the name of Pickles. <laughs> Sonny Gray, uh, the, the trade deadline starter that J.D. and I aren't very much impressed with.
0: No, no, we're not. I was not impressed with him actually in the slightest last year. And I really hope that the ghost of Blake Rutherford doesn't come back to haunt me in a few years and uh, just haunt my children because I am kind of afraid to see where we go from here with Sonny. And we... Is he gonna have a good season, Jared? Is he gonna bounce back? Is he gonna be the guy we needed him to be, or want him to be at least? I don't know.
1: I don't know. Is he going mind to be you, Mike Blake Panetta? Rutherford was Blake. Blake Rutherford was in the uh, White Sox trade, but oh, never mind. Screw Dustin Fowler,
0: Jorge Mateo. That's what Dustin I
1: meant. Faller, yeah, Dustin Fowler, Dustin Fowler, James Mateo. Caprellian, and Jorge Mateo. Well, yeah, Caprellian those three for Sonny Gray.
0: I was high on Caprellian, but
1: I don't know right. But Fowler's like. In the running to start for center field in the in Oakland this year, so maybe he'll just haunt us. But Sami, he had a three point seven two ERA with the Yanks, not terrible, but just <sighs> underwhelming. Very underwhelming, especially when you give three of those names and when you come to the playoffs and you just like aren't very good. Like you were the worst starter on the team in the playoffs.
0: You're worse than so well, not just worse, but you were way worse than CeCe Sabathia, who was not only a gem last year, but we'll get to him later, but uh, you were way worse than CeCe Sabathia, a guy who is many years your senior, my friend. you got to jump back into this this year with a new vitri- some vitriol for the rest of these guys. Like, I'm better than you! I want to see it! I need to see it! Yo, come through, Dill Pickles. We out here. We're going to do some uh, magic this year. <laughs> Yankees World Series champions. Let's
1: do it. Number 20 on the list might seem a little high, but I tend to think he's very underrated in our bullpen. The only lefty other than Aroldis Chapman, Chasen Shreve. Oof. Um, Ooh. Chasen
0: Shreve. I uh, I don't know about this one. I I was with you all the way up to to this point. I don't know about this
1: He pitched 45 and a He pitched 45 and a third innings, struck out 58 guys. He had a 3.77 ERA and a 4-1 record, which really doesn't matter for relievers. But How many I don't payments? mind the guy. I think he's 45 and a third, 58 strikeouts. Okay. I don't mind him. I think Chase and Shreve's not bad at all. Not bad at all.
0: I don't know about this but. one. Just keep rolling. Keep rolling.
1: Yeah, no comment for Jason Street. So nineteen. Bit of a uh bit of a polarizing figure in the twenty seventeen New York Yankees. None other than Greg Burton. Is this too high? Is this too low? He, he was utterly dead in the batters box for about three fourths of the season. Yeah. And then come September and was, the playoffs, he had a huge outing. Well, Is he it was too utterly high? Is it too early dead?
0: in the operating room for a good amount of the season but I mean he didn't like baseball no he hates baseball we still know that he doesn't like baseball at all and yeah so I mean I've I've said this before and if you've listened to this podcast frequently you've heard me say it the first game I went to this year I was so happy not this year this past year uh, I was so happy I hadn't been to Yankee Stadium in so long I couldn't wait and then I, I go to get to my seat and I realized that Greg Bird is batting 82. No, no, no. Not not 882. Not 802. Not even 280. .082. It was about a month into the season. And then injured, as we all know, came back. Did very well in the playoffs. Had that humongous home run that sent me nearly out of my window. Um, yeah, so I guess the reason you're putting him this high is because of the playoffs. But...
1: Yeah, which down September he was big, playoffs he hit quite a few home runs. I think it's fair to say he's better than the people I listed off. Like that that postseason output.
0: Come on, man. Chasen's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. So maybe he could be moved up or down, depending on who you're talking to. But eighteen I had Dallin Batantis on the list as we that's as we too briefly too discussed too earlier what that's way too like he's he's he should be like
0: maybe 28 29 uh a little bit higher actually if we get him in the honorable
1: mention list I'd be pretty happy with yeah. that yeah so obviously a terrible end of the year but in the beginning of the year and in the middle he was pretty solid the kind of the same dillon we're used to just kind of fell apart at the end so i'm not out on him but 18 seems fair. I'm
0: not a, I'm not out on him. I I would put him higher than 18, me personally, but it's okay. Where at? It's like, where right. at? Like, and realistically, not, like, too much. For, I would say, like, I would have to look again, but I would say probably
1: around, like, 20, 21. Okay. Okay. So, 17, then. We had uh, Adam Warren. Also another guy underrated. Two point three five VRA. Two point three five ERA. Basically pitched the same amount of innings as Dellon Betances and was injured for some of the year. He's basically our long man, and I really like him.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh just very solid. Uh you know what you're gonna get and you're gonna get pretty solid work from him. Uh yeah, no no disagreements solid?
1: here. Is he solid, J.D.? Solid? Uh I would
0: I would say he's I would say he's solid.
1: He's yeah. Not a liquid. All right. Neither is he ganchous. Good point. And to uh, cut off this list right at 16, we're going to put an all-star second baseman last year, Starlin Castro, who hit 300, was injured, and uh, was eh in the postseason. Eh. Yeah. So, should be higher? Should be lower? What do you think, J.D.? When
0: I was looking at my list... I had him at. You have say I had him at fourteen, so we're around the same place. Same area,
1: yeah.
0: So His first works. half was very good, but yeah, but then he tapered <clears throat> off at the end of the season. His postseason in, was postseason was kind of poopy, and uh, now, he's, now he's in Miami. For that reason, you get shipped off to Miami, boy. We out here, John <laughs> Carlos Stanton, New York Yankees. I think it's you know what Jared, I think you did a great list. I think it was fantastic. I disagreed with I think one, maybe one and a half of your picks, but besides that, I think I think it was awesome. I'm gonna have to uh, not lose my paperwork this time and we're going to uh, have to compare our fifteen to one going forward. But uh, yeah, I think you did I think you did a great job, Jared.
1: Appreciate it. Just just appreciate all the sport here. Is there anything we need to cover before we uh end this
0: episode I think there's I think there's only one thing left to say who is Miguel and do her order your jerseys today mlb.com backslash yankees.com backslash shop New York Yankees we out here Miguel Duha starting third baseman we're here pinstripe pride hashtag go follow us Jared tell him where we are on social media
1: yeah, go follow us at three fourteen down the line. That's the Short Porch Podcast. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Give us a listen, rate, subscribe, all the above, and uh, enjoy. This is episode thirty-two. Correct. Episode thirty-two. We'll uh, we we'll, we'll put in a jersey number on there. I don't have one off the top of my head here. We're we're not prepared.
0: We're not we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect, man. Paul Body's perfect. All right. So I got to give a special shout out to the one, the only, the Ben Sound for our lovely intro song. Ben who, Ben where, Ben why, Ben whom? Ben Franklin? No? Is it Ben Gamble? No? It's Ben Sound. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, once again for listening to The Short Forge Podcast, episode 32. For Jared Peterman and myself, I wish you a great week. Go New yet.